Hi, I'm Chris Maragakis of Simply Be Retreats and Therapies. I'm a life coach, therapist and podcaster. Welcome to Mindful Mutterings. Please like, share and subscribe. And as always, thanks for listening. Hi, thanks for joining me. So this week, um, Tanya has asked me to talk about trust. So Tanya, this is for you. I really hope it answers some of your questions. Um, oh God, trust is such a tricky thing. It takes time to build and seconds to lose. Um, so why do we need trust? Well, let's let's have a look at what it means first. So it's defined by the dictionary as the firm belief in the reliability, ability or truth of something or someone. And it's this very belief that is a cornerstone of our relationships, not only with ourselves, but with other people. So to trust ourselves, we need to believe that we know what we're doing or that we have the ability to make good decisions most of the time. You know, no one's perfect. We're all going to drop a clanger here and there. But on the whole, we have to feel that we've got good coping skills and we've got good problem solving skills and we've got good decision making skills. But for some of us, this hasn't proven to be true. And the damage that it's caused, both from the fallout of the decision that we've made and the impact that that has on our confidence and self-worth, can then cause us to doubt ourselves, which then leads us to making poor choices um, in, our, in the future regarding our relationships and the way we want our life to go. So to restore that trust, we need to step back from the emotions because what happens is when things don't go to plan or when we see a repeated pattern, but we're not recognizing it's a repeated pattern, we just we have this belief then that, you know, life never works out for us or you don't deserve to have a good life or that, you know, um, there's always there's always a reason why something is happening in your life and it's not it's not your fault. And that's not strictly true. And the problem is that mindsets like that have very strong emotional reactions and they're all very negative emotional reactions and so as we are human beings and we are often led by our emotions unless we challenge them mindfully this then leads us to just become in a rut of repeated behavior which is not serving us at all so we need to step back from the emotions so that we can then examine the facts and our judgments around them so that we can then challenge them and change them and the way that we can do that take a wild guess what I'm going to say is yep through mindfulness and for those of you that work with me you must be sick to death of me hearing this this must be like a mantra for you but everything begins and ends with mindfulness because as I've said a million times before might be a little bit of an exaggeration but I've said it a lot if we are not aware of our thoughts and our beliefs and how they influence our words and our actions then we cannot begin to change because we don't know what we need to change. We don't know what's holding us back. We don't know what's causing us to behave in the way that we're behaving that is causing the problems that we're seeing in life. So we need to take responsibility. And you need to, to do this, you need to give yourself some time. So ideally take yourself off somewhere quiet, preferably with a pen and paper. But if you prefer, you can visualize the process. The, the big difference in these two styles is if you use pen and paper, what you're doing is you're creating space in your head because you're taking out of your head and recording it on paper all the thoughts so that you can examine um, the, the mindset and the beliefs around it. Whereas when you're visualizing, you're creating more stuff in your head and that, that can cause overwhelm and more pressure. And 
also it doesn't really create the space for you to see things as clearly as you could if you were recording them and also with writing or journaling whatever you want to call it you're also you've got muscle memory and then of course you've got visualization because you're seeing the words written in front of you so whatever works for you but mind uh, but journaling helps you to get create more space in your head and the one thing to watch if you are using visualization is that you don't get caught up in the in the film that's running in your head you don't want to get distracted um, because that's not what we're trying to do we're trying to look at how we can challenge the beliefs that we have so then look at what it is that you're unhappy with and then try and identify which people and behaviors you've believed have caused the issue and then examine what it is that they did so taking aside the fact that whatever somebody does is completely their responsibility it has nothing to do with you really they've chosen to behave in the same way you're just the trigger for the behaviors that they demonstrate so once you take away the fact that whatever has happened to you and in some cases it may be absolutely horrendous but that is not your fault that is a them problem not a you problem what you have to deal with is how you've responded to that and how that makes you feel and how that impacts on your well-being and obviously health issues and later life so taking that aside what we need to do first is understand that we are responsible for how we've allowed things to continue so first of all we have to look at um, how we can how we could have taken responsibility so we have to identify what we could have done to change the outcome and we have to be really honest with ourselves because if we're not nothing's going to change and for a lot of people this can be quite painful and you might want to do it with a coach or a counsellor um, but if you're going to do it yourself um, you, you have to be honest you have to take responsibility for your life okay so the first thing that you you do is you identify where you could have put boundaries in place or why you didn't speak up or why you didn't leave or why you weren't questioning what was happening because until you do that you are continuing to give the power to control your life to someone else and you are assuming the victim position so like I said this is not a comfortable exercise and it may be best done with a through a coaching session but it, it has to be done for you to make significant change then you have to find a way to own it and accept it. So it's like, I, you know, you, you maybe didn't handle it in the best way, but that's okay because we can now learn from it and we can move on so that we don't ever find ourselves in that situation again. So once that's happened, then, like I said, we can work out how we can do it differently so that we're not continuing our pain and our suffering. And when we've done that we can then choose to learn from the experience rather than punish ourselves for what we think is a mistake and this is where the idea is that you know we always get things wrong or we're not very good at this or you know whatever story we're telling ourselves is that's that's where that comes from but it's not true like everybody else we learn through what um what doesn't go well for us but we have to be we have to step back so that we can see how we we can change that and the thing is although we may see it as a terrible mistake or you know the, something awful might have happened we are not god and for god substitute whichever belief system you have but we are not we do not have the power to see how our lives are going to unfold or how this uh, one decision that we made will impact on the rest of our life so we can't positively we can't possibly know right now 
if it was a mistake or a turning point that would lead us to greater things however traumatic it might seem at the moment we don't really know how that's going to impact on our life so what we do need to do is we need to take responsibility for our part in in how things played out and then choose to see it as a positive learning experience because by doing that by choosing to learn from the pain that you are going through you are taking control and you are no longer the victim so you are empowered to take this pain and find a way for it to help you to become more and then with each lesson that we learn your problem solving and decision making skills improves and in turn if we stay mindful we can see how life is improving and this then builds our resilience our confidence our self-worth and eventually we can start to see that actually we have got good coping skills and we do have good decision making skills and we are good at problem solving and so bit by bit our trust in our ability to to do what's best for us slowly starts to come back as for trusting other people um i think i, I would err on the side of caution you know be open with people be honest about yourself and about what you can expect from the person um and obviously you know we don't want to be distrustful of other people but what i'm saying is don't don't go into everything assuming that everyone thinks the same way that you do you know don't give everything every all of you to someone else because you don't know how they're going to interpret that and um something that we all tend to do is we assume that everyone else thinks in the same way as us and that generally is what causes the problems and the pain so um like I say be open with people but when you are looking at people be honest about what you can expect from that person and this should be based on an honest appraisal of who they are not who you want them to be or what you want them to do for you or what you feel you need them to do for you but who they actually are and what they're capable of because if not you're setting them up and yourself up for failure and hurt and any trust that has been built will come crumbling down because you've got one idea of who they are and maybe they're just not capable of living up for that and ultimately you're the one that's going to get hurt in this situation um so also watch how they interact with other people notice how they respond to stress or conflict and whether they are open and honest about their feelings and beliefs you know if you notice that someone's really secretive or if you notice that someone takes a secret from one person and tells it to someone else these are these are things you need to be aware of so that you can make um, a reasoned and informed decision about how much information you're going to let this person have about you and how much you're going to trust them to do what's best for you and then go slowly you know life is very instant and we expect everything to just happen now we like instant gratification but friendships develop you know get to know the person let them get to know you and then go with your gut instinct and trust yourself and obviously this comes from the work that you've done earlier so that you know that you can trust yourself um, and until you get to that stage where you you trust your instincts then maybe um, give yourself time and space and just just have an open healthy curiosity about the people that you're allowing into your life um, and then it's, you know how do we deal with what happens when someone we know and love loses our trust you know that that's really difficult because obviously it usually happens within a relationship or um, a friendship or maybe it's in a, a workplace but then you've still got to see these people so it's how do you move forward from that hurt and that 
sense of betrayal and um and and the pain of what you're going through and often there's anger or the impact that it has on our our well-being and our self-esteem so i think the only thing you can do is, is communication you have to have open communication and transparency and then you have to have time and i think these are the only way forward here so i mean depending on what's occurred you may feel that you can never trust that person again and if this is the case but you still want this person in your life or you still have to deal with this person then the way forward is to find ways to manage your relationship with them by putting in clear boundaries for both of you but and obviously if if you feel that what they've done is so awful that you can't ever trust them again um, and you don't want to have anything to do with them then it's about finding a way to come to terms with the ending of that relationship so we don't have a conflict and a confrontation and we can uh, we can grieve that relationship and allow it to go so that it's not troubling us in the future because if we don't go through those steps then they've still got the power over our life to hurt us because we're we're still dealing with the fact that we're angry at them or we've we've been hurt by them um and i guess really what it's about is about again going back to what i said about meeting new people you know you've got to take it slowly and allow that person to prove to you that that they can have they can earn your trust again um, and I guess it's about whether you can bring yourself to believe that everybody is allowed a second chance you know everybody makes mistakes sometimes we make the wrong decision or we do the wrong thing and that that will come down to you and and your self-worth and your boundaries and what you feel is important to you and that's a very personal decision but if historically you've struggled with those decisions then maybe what like I say working with a coach or counsellor to help you unpick those will be what allows you to go forward so that you can become empowered and confident and know that you can that you make the right decisions for you so I think that's pretty much it and I mean like I say trust is trust is very tricky we assume it's there from the start and then you know and then it can go so quickly so it's something to be treasured and I think when we're mindful about how we communicate with people how we um, act uh, through our lives how our actions impact on everyone around us and we're genuinely trying to do the best that we can then the the occurrence of trust being broken uh, becomes much less um, and if it's the other way around and you find that people are always breaking your trust, then I think you need to take responsibility for um, how you're managing those situations. Because if something is repeating itself, there's something there that needs to be addressed. So I really hope you found this useful. As always, if you have any questions or you would like um, a no obligation chat about how coaching can support you, um, then please get in touch with me. You can contact me via the website, simplybe.org.uk. Um, and whatever you do, I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening. Bye.